You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Fall in love this week. Well, then we're going to sing us some Jamaican song. You are listening to Radio Yesterova. But if we sing them, you got to get out of those seats and you got to dance like you're really from Jamaica. Or your parents were from Jamaica. Parents, parents were from Jamaica. But I want you to be true to who you are.
Jesus name so sweet Emmanuel name so Gonna say it again. Yes, I wanna see him. Gonna look upon his face. There the same I have alone, ever Lord of the sea. Be praised, oh Lord, the streets of glory. Cause I want to see my Jesus This is your new life hour and we are live on Radio Easterwe, the leading internet radio station in Cape Town. So yeah, there are many different ways to stream our shows. Catch us live on Facebook on the Radio Easterwe page. Join our YouTube live on the Radio Easterwe channel. Like the video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Visit our website for the live stream and get to know more about Radio Easterwe. So you can find us at www. RadioEasterWe.co.za And then of course the best way to experience Radio Easterwe is to download the Radio Easterwe app. This is available to download for free on any and all smart devices. You can also download your app 
our, our app on Play Store, Hawaii Gallery, and App Store. Our WhatsApp line is 0645369095. And this is where the Ding Rick, the Ding Rick, Rick is. Uh, so my name is Ricardo. This is the New Life Hour, and it's our second show, which is live. And yeah, we are still brand new. And speaking of new, this is a new show. It's the New Life Hour show. And like we said last week, there's a first time for everything. And also great stories to start with small beginnings, start with small steps. And we are confident, we believe that from this radio show, we will take the show to both print media and also to television in the very foreseeable future. So yeah, like I said, this is the new life hour, and today, like last week, I haven't had a, in fact, last week, today I don't have a guest, but last week I had my wife with me, she's not with me today, uh, so I'm a bit alone here today, but next week I'm going to have a guest or two with me, and yeah, so I don't have somebody to introduce today, I only have myself, Ricardo, it's the new life hour, I'm not going to say today where I'm from uh, but I'm here, and I want to introduce the show again. I want to tell the listeners what is our, this, what is New Life Hour, and what the show is all about. And, and I also want to introduce our movement, New Life, uh, to everybody out there. So yeah, this is going to be an exciting hour. This is going to be a good hour for everybody who's listening. Uh, so before I introduce our movements, before I introduce uh, the people that knows about New Life. New Life is a church, it's a movement, and this show is all about speaking about the new life that is in Christ Jesus, the new life that we can all have. Man, last week the show was so good, and, and I must say today, I, I'm excited for today's show, because we're going to experience a new, uh, uh, like a new session with, you know, with just some new things that's coming from the Bible, and and this is what this new life uh, how is gonna t- is gonna talk about. This is what the session is all about. Because you see, when you have new life, man, there's new things. We our theme for this year is new life, new things. So when you experience this new life, when you experience this new thing that can happen with you, man, you're gonna see what God is in store for you, because in God, in Christ, we all can have new life, and we can experience new things, so we're going to take a short break, and after the break, we're going to go into what we're going to speak about uh, over today, and we're going to go into some things, some points that we're going to speak on, and I, I trust that after this, after what we are speaking about today, that you're going to think twice and that you're going to consider that, man, I want this new life. So we're going to be back in a few minutes. Our station, our talent, and our people. Radio Istrovi, Titangaraki. Nieuwe 
Listeners, once again, this is your new life hour with Ricardo, and we are live on Radio Easterwe. Man, this is this this very dang rock, and us will now finish in gaan in vandaagse program. So, yeah, we're speaking about new life. This is the new life hour, and we're speaking about new life. Now, last week I've started, so today we just gonna, it's, it's almost like an extension of last week. Last week we spoke about uh, the story between Jesus and Nicodemus, and I must just remind you that, man, if, if, if we talk about new life, then we cannot, you know, we cannot not consider the word of God because new life comes from the word of God. New life comes from the Bible. And, and, and you see, I said earlier on what the new life always about, where it comes from, our movement is new life. And our mission, part of our mission and our vision is just to introduce the message of new life to this world. This is, this is part of our mission. This is part of our purpose. This is part of what we are doing. We just want to, you know, we are a few crazy people that just want to bring across the new life in Christ, man. And this is something great. So I want to quickly refer to a few scriptures in the Bible and then more specifically, uh, like last week, also go into a story. I want to speak today about a guy whose life was completely changed. And oh, I forgot. So, ons gaan bykie Afrikaans en Engels dier mekaar meng, en ons gaan een bykie mengels praat. En ek gaan nou nie sê, ons gaan vandag in tale praat. But if, if the spirit goes there, then we will go there. Uh, so, because that's part of your new life. That's part of our new life. You see, when we get new life, it's a completely different life. It's a brand new life. It's completely different from the normal life. It's completely different from what you used to be, from what you used to think. It's not the ordinary, but the extraordinary. It's not something normal. It's something abnormal. It's something beyond the natural. It's something supernatural. And I want to show you from the scripture today. I want to read a, a story of a guy whose life was completely changed. He was uh, you know, one day he was still, you know, the old person. One day he was still a person who who persecuted the church. And just by mentioning that, you already know who, am I gonna, who I am going to talk about. So the one day he was still persecuting the church. The next moment, man, wow, something happened with him. And you see, that's what that's what can happen with us. I had the same experience. The one day I was just, you know, still in the world. The one day I was still living this ordinary life. The one day I was still, you know, deep into sin, deep into the power uh, of the enemy and the clutches and the chains of the enemy. But, you know, the next moment when I experienced this presence, this power, this, you know, this, this, this heavenly experience, my life changed completely. Before I go into the story, I want to read a few scriptures, some of the scriptures we, we, we read last week. And I want to start with Romans 6, 4. Therefore, 
And this, this is Romans 6, 4. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. As you can see that scripture speaks about the fact that we can walk in newness of life. It means that we can have a new life. Ephesians 4, 21 to 24, I must read it from the word, but Revelation 21, 5 speaks about, and this is Jesus speaking, and he says, Behold, I make all things new. Let me read from you, or for you, uh, let me read from the word of God, Ephesians 4, 24 to 25, and the Bible says, If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, can you hear there? The truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct. You hear that? Concerning your former conduct. The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And then verse 25, therefore, putting away all these things that lead to sin, basically. But I want to emphasize, put emphasis on the fact of, of verse 23 and verse 24, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man. You see, this is what this new life always all about. It speaks about the new life that we can have in Christ. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And then like I said, I have another scripture that I, before I go into our main text for today, Colossians 3 verses 10. And listen to the scripture. And you have put on the new man. It's almost like the same as the scripture in Ephesians. And you have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. I must read the scripture again. And you who have put on the new man, who is renewed in knowledge, man, when you become a new person, then the knowledge that you have, it's being renewed, it gets renewed, it gets transformed. Because when we put on the new man, then we get a new knowledge according to the image of who of him who created him. And man, let me just go into before before we we, we drift off a little bit, let me just mention about the, the text that we have last week before I go into, into Acts 9. Last week we spoke about the conversation, the dialogue that Jesus had with Nicodemus. And Nicodemus, who was a teacher of the law, who was a grown man, and Nicodemus was in a place where he came to Jesus, and note this, Nicodemus was in a place. He came, he was in a certain place, and, and it's almost like, a, as you read the story, Nicodemus was almost like in a confused state of mind. So he was in a certain place where, where he was a bit confused because he came and addressed Jesus at night. Why didn't he come to Jesus during the day? He came to Jesus at night and he came to ask certain questions from Jesus. One of these questions that he was asking 
In fact, he first made a statement and said to Jesus, Jesus, you must be the teacher or you must be somebody that comes from God because only someone that can do, only if someone can do these things, then you have to come from God. And then you see Jesus answered him and Jesus said to him, Nicodemus, man, you can only enter the kingdom of God when you are born again. And then he also says, you have to be born of the water and the spirit. And then it goes on where Jesus asked, where Nicodemus asked Jesus the question. But you see, Jesus, I am very confused now. How can a man be born again when he is old? Should he enter into his mother's womb again? How, how is that possible? And you see so many of us sit with this question when people speak about this born again uh, aspect, this born again concept, this even if we talk about the new life in Christ, it's like, you know, it's, it's confusing. But you see, we don't have to be confused because Jesus opened the truth for us how to get born again. We have to be born of the water and the spirit. And I want to speak about the guy also today about Saul whose life was completely changed. And his life was transformed because of the interruption and intervention, the supernatural intervention of our God. And I'm telling you, as we listen to this story, I know that something will happen today. And let me just read it, the text uh, from Exodus 9, verses 1 to 23. It's a long text, but I have to read it in order to uh, bring out the context of where we're going to go with the program today. So Acts 9, then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and he asked letters from, the, from him to the synagogues of Damascus so that if he found any who were on the way or were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. You see, that, that, was, the, that was the state in which, Paul wa, in which Saul was at that time. He was getting letters, author, he was getting orders to bring against the church of Jesus Christ. And then he went to Damascus to obviously go and arrest everyone who was part of the way. And the Bible says, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. And then he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus. Who are you persecuting? It is hard for you to kick against the goats. And so Saul, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. And listen to the story as it unfolds. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to Ananias, you arise and go to the street called Straight. Man, isn't that significant that he needs to go to the, to the street called Straight? Because Saul was there 
and he and you have to inquire the house of Judas for for one called Saul of Tarsus for behold he was praying and in a vision and this is now how God speaks to Ananias and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive his sight and then Ananias answered Lord I've heard from this guy how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem so there you can hear the kind of man Saul was that Ananias actually didn't want to go near him because Saul was a man that you can't come near him because he was a horrible guy and here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name but the Lord said to Ananias go for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles kings and the children of Israel for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake and as it, as the scripture goes on and Ananias went his way and he entered the house and he laid his hands on Saul and said brother Saul the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came he has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the holy spirit immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales and he received his sight at once and he arose and then he was baptized so when he had received food he was strengthened and then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus and immediately can you just listen to this immediately after all of this Saul preached the Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God and then all who heard Saul they said is this not the person who destroyed those who called on his name in Jerusalem and he has come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest but Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus proving that this is so that this Jesus is the Christ and now after many days the Jews plot to kill him listeners family and friends new life people out there um, everybody who's listening to our live show we are live on radio Easter River uh, this is your new life hour with Ricardo I'm speaking about the new life that we can have and that we can find in Jesus Christ and I want to quickly before we go into our next break I just want to quickly share with you about this 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 guy Saul who experienced you know who experience a change in his life who experience a transformation because you see when you get this new life it's a brand new life it's a life a transformed life it's a complete change that that you will experience you see the meaning of and i i, I want to start before i go into some points what was happening from the context of the of the text you see the meaning of damascus it speaks about the fact it symbolizes it signifies spiritual transformation you see it's a place of conversion it's a place where god meets men it's a well watered place also at that time it was you know damascus was a cosmopolitan it was a place where people flocked to be simply because there was life and that you know that life that there was was because it was a well watered place and because it was a well watered place there was life men and i want to say to you it's very significant that god actually that 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 soul's life 
needed to cross with Damascus because Damascus speaks about spiritual transformation. It speaks about a place of conversion. It speaks about the fact that God meets men, that heaven comes to earth and heaven interferes in the life of men. And you see, it's so significant today that Damascus was also a well-watered place. And I trust today that as we listen to this, you know, whatever you call it, whether you call it a sermon, whether you call it a preaching, whether you call it a word, I trust today that in the same way that this guy had a Damascus experience as some of us would know it, in the same way that he had a Damascus hour because we don't know how many minutes that experience was. Last week I told my own testimony how I had an experience. It felt like 20 hours. It felt like, you know, like really 20 hours, but it was only 20. In fact, it was only two minutes, two, three minutes, but it felt like hours. I believe Saul had a very similar experience. And you see, today I trust that you will also have somehow... Because I know that there is a, that there is a power and an an anointing on this word and on this sermon, on this message, on what I'm, what I'm, what I'm sharing with you, that somehow that you will also experience something new, that something new will prompt in, in your heart and that something will happen. When we come back from the, from the break, I'm going to speak about four points, four things that, that I believe that's going to happen with you as well. We're going to go for a break quickly. Fall in love this February with your dream home at Central Blue in Blue Downs. Discover a stunning selection of homes for sale at the corner of Endurance and Hindle Road. Join us on February 17th at 11 o'clock for an unforgettable experience. Picture yourself sipping and snacking accompanied by fantastic entertainment while you explore. This is your chance to find your perfect match. Your dream home. It's a date. See you there. Reach us at sales at centralblue.co.za or our WhatsApp number 082-645-5101. Central Blue. Our station, our talent and our people. I'm 
the butcher's market. Looking for incredible value? Explore our fantastic range of products here at TBM at Sambury Square on the corners of Baden Paul Drive and Old 40 Road for your halal meats. Nie vergeet die dis waar die ding ruk. Uh, family and friends, listeners, I am almost at that place where we can, where I just want to show you a few things what happened with, 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 with Saul, how he became Paul. And before the break, I also mentioned about the fact that Nicodemus also came to Jesus and he asked Jesus some questions. And I also mentioned about the fact that Nicodemus was in a confused state of mind. He was not in a good place, basically, because he heard some things about Jesus and he needed to make sure. And Jesus actually pointed him the way how to get into the kingdom of God. And basically, Jesus was saying to him that in order for you to come into the kingdom of God, in order for you to come and understand the things that I'm talking about, in order for you also to do the things that I am doing and even to do greater things, then you have to be born again. Simply, it means that you have to receive this new life so that you can enter into the kingdom of God. Now, next week, we're going to speak about, I'm going to have a guest next week, and we're going to speak about the kingdom of God and how the kingdom of God works and how it is. And for some people, it m- m- might sound that, oh, what is this all about? And, you know, yeah, it, it sounds so uh, huge. It sounds so... Uh, difficult to understand, but it is not because there's a truth in this in this word of God that we can have and that we can understand. But today, coming back to the life of Saul, Saul had a Damascus experience and he had a heavenly experience and his life was changed inside out. So the first thing that I want to 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 to, to point out what happened that we read the text in X nine, and I want to say today that in the same way Nicodemus was in a place where he came to Jesus at night, in the same way Saul was in a place. He was in a bad place. He was in a dark place. He was in a place where his life was used by Satan in order to bring the church of God down. So he was in a very bad place. He was in such a place where he was an instrument for darkness. He was in, he was in a place where Satan used him to kill people, man, and more so to kill those who were part of the way. He was, he was used by the enemy to do such horrible things, and he was not like, the, he was, that was actually not him, because he was so used by the enemy, and I don't want to say he was probably, he was probably be possessed, but he was used by the enemy, so that means, if you are in such a place, you are in a dark place, man. You are not in a good place. And you are in a, you are in a place where, where, where you are not normal. And that is a place, you can just imagine, in what place Paul was. And you see, Paul was traveling from place to place and using the law of the day to actually go and arrest the church of God, go and arrest the disciples and actually put them to death. That is what, so Paul was traveling, Saul was, because at that time he was Saul, 
So the disciples of Jesus Christ, or the disciples, because remember this happened after Jesus uh, was resurrected. He went to heaven, and now the church was spreading because of the word, and there were there were many disciples. So Saul made it his mission to actually go from place to place to kill the disciples, and so the disciples were afraid of him. That's why when God when God spoke to Ananias. And then I said to God, but I can't come near to this guy because this guy is going to kill me. He, they know. There was no two ways about it. So that was the kind of man that, that it so was. And you see, like I said, he traveled from place to place. He traveled from one dark place to another dark place. And what I want to say to, you know, to, 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 to many of us today, sometimes we find ourselves in a very dark place as well. You see, sometimes we find us ourselves in a place where we know that we are not doing the right thing, where we know that we are in a dark space and in a dark place, where we also travel from one place to another place, where we travel from one bad thing to another bad thing, where we travel from one doing the one wrong thing and to another wrong thing, where we in such a place where we know that there's no light in that place where we are in such a place where we know that, man, this is not a place where I actually would want to be. And so many times you can, you know, you can recognize this. You can, you can familiarize yourself with this kind of place because sometimes we don't feel good about the things that we are doing. Sometimes we don't feel, we, we don't feel good about the things that we say to people, that we do to people, and that we actually do on a daily life. So, Saul found himself in a, in a very bad space and in a very bad place. And that sometimes we can find ourselves in that kind of place also. The next thing that I, want to, that I want to point out is that, you see, as Saul was going to the place of Damascus, and I, and I, and I introduced Damascus as a place of spiritual transformation. And it's so interestingly before Saul get, because the Bible says when he got near the place of Damascus, something happened. And that something that happened was a supernatural thing that happened. It was a heavenly thing that happened. I also said that Damascus speaks about spiritual transformation where God meets men. And you see, this is what happened. The presence of God, they were near Damascus. And suddenly, the Bible says, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone around him. So the presence of God fell upon Saul. There were other people with him, but suddenly a light from heaven came and there was a presence. And you see, sometimes we also, I can testify and I can, I can confidently say that when I, got, when I received this new life, there was a presence. There was a light that came from heaven. There was something that happened. And you see, it was supposed to be a light because Saul was in a dark place. And therefore, a light needed to come. And you see, sometimes, like I said, we also find ourselves in a very dark place. And then the presence of God comes. And he comes with his light. And he comes and he shines in that dark place. You see, when we receive new life, then we receive the light of God. 
Then it changes from darkness into light. And that is why God said in the beginning, let there be light. Because before the light came, there was darkness. And God separated light from the darkness. And even today still, God separates light from darkness. And when we receive new life, you see, what happens is that when that water, because Jesus says, the, you must be born of the water in the spirit. You see, water cleanses one. Water cleanses. Water is the power to cleanse you. So when we go through the waters of baptism, then we get cleansed. The darkness get, gets washed away. That is what happens. So that light came. The presence of God came. And you see, the very next thing that happened was that the power of God came upon Saul. Because I can read you what happened there. What happened was that when the light came, there was a voice. First of all, the light came and Saul fell to the ground. And then suddenly he heard a voice and a voice spoke to him. And this was the voice of Jesus who spoke from heaven to him. Paul was trembling and he was astonished. And then he asked the question, what do you want me to do? You see, the power of God came. A supernatural occurrence happened. Saul was on the ground. A normal man, he was on the ground. And you see what happened after, what, what happened later on. He was even struck blind. That was the power of God. It's the presence of God in that place. So I'm speaking about new life. And I'm speaking about the fact that how you can be taken when God comes in one's life, when God comes with his supernatural experience, then he comes and he gets you out of that place of darkness. He comes with his presence and he comes with his power and he takes you out of that place into a new place. And as the story goes on and as it unfolds, you see when the power of God comes, then it does miraculous things. You see, what even happened there was the other people that were with, with Saul, they couldn't hear the voice. They only knew the Bible says they actually, and the men who journeyed with him, stood speechless. They only heard a voice, but they saw no one. That was the power of God that was there. And then the next thing that I want to speak to us about in our new life hour today is that when we receive this new life, that comes from Jesus Christ. Then we receive a new identity. Then we receive a new mission. Then we receive a new purpose. So the fourth point that I want to speak. So I spoke about the place that we sometimes find ourselves in. Because Saul was in that place. Nicodemus was in that place. We sometimes find ourselves in that place. You see before the light came. Before that light of Jesus Christ come into your life, you are in a dark place. Then the presence of God comes and his power comes and then his purpose comes. Because you see what happened there was when Paul experienced, when Saul experienced that power and that presence, the question that he asked, so then he arose, the Bible says, Saul arose from the ground. 
And when his eyes were opened, he was struck blind, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he asked the question, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, you arise and you go into the city and you will be told what you must do. You see, when we receive this new life, because what happened there was Saul's life was changed. Saul's life was transformed because later on, Jesus spoke to Ananias, who was a disciple of him, to go to this man, to go and lay hands on him so that he can see and so that he can understand what his mission, what his purpose, and what his new identity was. Because right after that, the scales come from his eyes. Saul was baptized. He was born from the water. And then the Bible says he was filled with the Spirit. And as he was filled with the Spirit, you see, he spent time with some of the other disciples. And not many days after that, the Bible says, immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. So he received his purpose as well. He received a new identity. He received a new mission. And he received this new life that happened for him. Because you see, Saul became Paul. He was no longer the same person again. He was a brand new person. He now was no longer the person who went after the disciples of Jesus. He was no longer the person who went after the church to, to arrest and kill them. He was no longer part of the mission of the enemy. Because you see, the mission of the enemy is the Bible speaks about the fact that he is the one who comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And Jesus comes to give us life and life in abundance. So Saul was no longer on that mission. He was no longer the person that was used by the enemy to go and steal, kill, and destroy. But he was now the person who speaks, who proclaims the new life in Jesus Christ. And that is what this hour is about. This is the new life hour. We speak about this new life that we can find in Christ. In the same way that Saul's life was changed. In the same way, you and I can be changed as well. You see, even Nicodemus' life was changed from the inside out. Because afterwards, after Nicodemus had this encounter with Jesus, you see, later on in the Bible, as in John, in the book of John, there was a time where Nicodemus now defended what Jesus said. He defended him. And Nicodemus was also a teacher of the law. So Nicodemus stood up for what Jesus was speaking about. Later on, after Jesus was, after Jesus was crucified and when he, when he died, Nicodemus was there with the other disciple to actually come and, breathe, or come and look for Jesus' body. That was how Nicodemus' life was changed. Last week I testified and I spoke about the fact how my life was changed. And so each one of our lives, if you haven't received this new life, your life can be changed as well. Man, when we receive this new life, it's a brand new thing that happens to you. You are no longer the old person. The Bible says, when I'm in Christ, I'm a new creature. I'm a complete new person. I'm not going to do the old things. I'm going to receive new, a new way. I'm going to receive a new pers perspective. I'm going to receive a new mindset. I'm not going to be fearful any longer. I'm not going to be a person who worries about this and about that. 
I'm going to receive a new mindset. I'm going to receive, you know, a new heart. I'm going to receive a completely new way and outlook on life. Because I'm going to do new things. Because I have a new life. Man, I hope that you have heard what I said today. In the same way that Saul's life was changed from the inside out and was transformed, you and I can have this new life in Christ. This was your new life hour today. Thank you for everybody who listened in. Thank you for all the comments. Man, there's so many comments. Uh, thank you to all the new life folks. Uh, grace and blessing upon you. Grace and peace. And everybody else, all the comments we're going uh, 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 to gonna do our, our new life song now. And I want to, I'm very excited about this song. Man, we, 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 we actually wrote, produced this song in a space of two days. And I can say to you that you see, if you are a new person, if you receive this new life in Christ, man, nothing is impossible. Then you can actually produce You can write and produce a song in two days. Then you can have a radio show within a space of two, three months. Then you can have a TV show in a space of two, three months. Man, nothing will be impossible for you when you receive this new life in Christ. We look forward to next week. Next week is going to be a great show. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for um, commenting. Thank you for, you know, for following the show. Next week, it's going to be again the New Life Hour on Radio Easter River, 5 till 6, with Ricardo on the New Life Hour. Shout out from us. Have a good day. Have a blessed week. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Listen to this New Life song. You are listening to Radio Easter River. Revelation 21.5 Behold, I make all things new. This is the year of new things. This is the year of new life. It's like the ripper. Ricky Kai. Yeah. New life. Ah. Uh. Scotty C got this one. Yeah. New life, nieuwe dingen, het my leven gezins. New life, nieuwe dingen, moes die vir in a replace Van my peace, oh God, verander het van amel my wees Uit my sone weggevat en my bevry van die pijn Al my tranen weggevat vir hom my eer en die prijs Was accepted by his love, but I was saved by grace Vir ons sones gebetale, toe hy sterf van die kruis Beter deze kan my even do his stuff, hy fight Net soos drijwe denk, oh laai, het sal iets aan soek slein En al skip ek in the lion's den, I'll be okay Sit my waardes in the bom, was heel dik away My new life het ek gedrag Draai my leven vir hom getsens My new life op die fondatie van die bybel Anything is possible, my God is able Walking through the valley by the geest van God my leiding Dus Daniel en die leeuw kill in gevaar sal ek ook syfers Vraag my wat is different van my lijks, jy sien het sienses New life, I'm reborn, ek was in die duister Gesoek om te escape van al die sonde was ek duiselig My nieuwe life van God en hy sê troed en by die wires Jesus Christ, in die image net soos hy is Set your minds and things above, the old thoughts replace it Renewing of your mind, the only way you ever can sense it New life, uh, lieve ding New life, lieve lewe Amal die peit, ek kan sien dat ek strewe Het het gaan beter, hier in my lewe Van God het ons allemaal vergewe Het het is beter, baie beter Ek voel nou nie meer so onzeker Ja, want God is nou hier in my lewe Hier in my lewe Yeah, new life and 
kruis Ik kon niet anders kiezen Was in the dark place Ik wil niet meer visie Nou al lijkt hij met ambitie In mijn dromen visie Dank je vader voor die telen Wat ik binnen hit Abel op mijn knieën Zak ik voor gebed Zonder die kracht van die almighty Kan ik glad die veeg Ik kan glad die veeg Abel op mijn knieën Zak ik voor gebed Nieuwe life Nieuwe dingen wat Nieuwe life Nieuwe dingen wat Nieuwe life Nieuwe dingen nieuwe Never, 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 The Pucha's Market, looking for incredible value? Explore our fantastic range of products here at TPM at Sambury Square on the corners of Baden Paul Drive and Old 40 Road for your halal meats. Submissions are now open For all types of South African music to be playlisted on Radio Yesterafee The likes of Gospel Trip and hip hop, hip hop Dan wat gaat hij maken? Wat? Protest met bombs in die straat? Hoef jy las al dood aan die kaap? Hoef jy? My enigste vraag is Wat hy bereik? Ons het die genoegie as hy rit die volies Wat hy bereik? Dance, hall, and reggae tunes. Uh, bye, bye, bye. 